0: Welcome to Lead with Confidence, the podcast where we will explore the journeys of leaders who inspire, empower, and believe in others. Join me to discover your self-confidence in love, life, and leadership. I'm Desiree Petrick, owner of Intentional Action, Motivational Speaker, and Executive Coach, and I can't wait to join your journey to learn what it means to lead with confidence. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Lead with Confidence. I'm really excited about this episode because it's a little bit on the outskirts of what it is that we would normally talk about, but it's a very relevant conversation in the fact that I know how many people are feeling restlessness right now, maybe feeling a little bit unfulfilled, whether it's within their career or their hobbies or any of the things that we talk about on a daily basis of why we aren't feeling quote unquote happy But also that discontented feeling of knowing that there's more out there we know that our passion is somewhere maybe undiscovered we know that our purpose is out there and it needs us to be there to fulfill it but we just don't know how to get there what it looks like and the process of figuring it out so i brought on my friend jess today she was actually recommended by a friend that we share together and i can't wait to have miranda on as well she's a linkedin expert so we're going to be hearing from her soon too But Jess came in to talk about the new paradigm, what that is, what we can learn from it, what we should start to intentionally put into our daily lives so that we can reap the benefits of all of the new terminology, all of the new thinking, all of the sometimes old thinking, if you consider the fact that a lot of these things have been done for many, many years. And I hope that you're intrigued because it was definitely a conversation that was a little bit outside of my comfort zone but I'm starting to get more into the woo of it all with just these big dreams and these big hopes and big plans that I have. So like always, I'm going to dig just a little bit into some of the thoughts that popped up for me as I was talking with Jess and the different conversations that came up. And one of them, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted about the other day. I said, Brene Brown's books used to trigger me. They made me so uncomfortable in a time when I was not a great leader and I wasn't following through on all of the different goals that I had for myself. I was trying, but the gap between where I was and where I wanted to be was so large. This feeling of not being a good leader, of not connecting with the people that I was leading, of not feeling like the best mom or the best spouse of not feeling like I was listening to the fact that I wanted to lose weight and I wanted to become more professionally and personally developed, but not knowing what that looked like. So when someone recommended a Brene Brown book to me and said it would change everything, I started to read it and I felt like I was being bullied. She was using words like vulnerability and authenticity. And I felt so far removed from what those terms meant and what they could do in my life. They felt so unattainable and unreachable that I really, truly felt like this book was not for me. This book wasn't for anyone. It took me five years of personal development work and relationship work and self-awareness work to start to understand that the reason I needed so badly to hear it was because of how uncomfortable it made me. Sometimes we have to dig into that feeling of being uncomfortable and hearing topics that are outside of our realm of understanding so that we can continue to learn and continue to grow. So like I said, this conversation might be a little bit outside of the realm of what you're used to, but what we're talking about is self-awareness. That's really truly what it is that we're diving into with all this. From the little bit that we touch on human design, which is something I'm still completely new to, to all of the different ways that we can really dig into our intuition and our intentions with how we want to live our life. Um, She talks about signs and how we can ask for them, how we can look for them, what we can do when we get to see them. Um, and I, I didn't even know that they had been coming up in my life until she was talking about it. And you'll hear me get almost kind of choked up just thinking about they were there and what difference could it have made if I would have been paying attention in the moment and what feelings of overall calmness. And being excited and being comforted could I have felt if I would have just dug into that a little bit more. So the other thing that I want to mention beforehand is we talk a little bit about the different options for decision making, one of which is what we're used to. It's the logical mind. It's how can we make the best decision for everyone? How can we make the decision that's best for the other person in the room? And that's not wrong. It's not wrong to look at it that way. Heck, we're all doing it. Um, it's kind of what we've been told to do in this society, but what if we look at it from the gut instinct? What if we made decisions from our intuition as opposed to that logical mind? And is that the difference between emotional intelligence and social intelligence? Is that pitting them against each other or is it really using them both for the overall good? I guess we'll find out. But um, I was having a conversation. It was actually my very first conversation with my my friend Jess. And I was explaining to her how I felt overwhelmed. I said, I'm reading all the time. I read personal development. I listen to podcasts. I listen to books. But I still don't feel like I'm where I want to be. I don't feel like I'm learning enough. I don't feel like I'm ultimately at that point where I feel like I'm doing the amount of work that I am. And she said, stop. Stop reading. Stop listening. Don't even listen to music. She said, shut it off. And just walk and listen to yourself and think things through and journal if that's for you. She said, take the time. And it was funny. She challenged me to do it for 30 days. And I won't lie. I think I made it 11 before I finally turned on <laughs> a podcast again. But in within those first two days after starting to read again, there was a book that said Distraction is your body's way of telling you that it needs a break. When you're reading a book and you have to start the paragraph over because you didn't actually comprehend anything, or you're listening to a book or a podcast and you are you get to a point where you're like, I have no idea what they're talking about. It's because our body is telling us that we need a break. We need some time to digest what it is that we've heard. We need some time to actually think about things and allow our mind to wander. I think the book was Chasing the Bright Side by Jess Ekstrom, which was one of my favorite books I read last year. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. But if you start to feel distracted, what would it look like to view that as an instinctual body reaction to the fact that your mind needs a break? What would it look like? So, I'm going to leave it at that. I want to introduce my friend Jess. She's been coaching women in the wellness space for about 10 years, but over the last three years or so, she's evolved into coaching women on a, how to lead their lives through intention, intuition, and integration, and using what she calls or this new concept of the new paradigm. She'll explain it all because clearly I did a terrible job, but I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation. I'm really excited for you to think some new thoughts, for you to maybe get a little bit uncomfortable. And at the end, we are going to tie it all back into confidence and what it looks like to use these tools to become a better leader and a more well rounded leader. So stick around to the end Jess gives a book recommendation that I'm really excited to put into my arsenal of all of the things that I'm going to read this year. Keeping in mind that when I am distracted, I'm going to take time for myself. So without further ado, here's Jess. Are you signed up for my newsletter yet? If not, I want to tell you all about why you need to get signed up for this weekly newsletter. It's not one of those that you're going to need to save for later to read. It's something you could skim in less than a minute, but I promise you the benefits of checking in are going to be well worth your time. I tell a one minute story, I give you the book recommendation for what I'm reading that week as well as a product that has changed my business and or my life. And I want to always give you an opportunity to check into the newest episode of the podcast. So if that's something that you want to be a part of, I want you to go to my website, slash newsletter, and get signed up. I promise you, you won't want to miss it. So that's slash newsletter. All right friends, welcome back to another episode of Lead with Confidence and we are here with my friend Jess. Jess was recommended to me as someone that I needed to have on as a guest by a mutual friend of ours and I am really excited because this conversation is way far outside of my comfort zone, which I have learned kind of means that it's something that needs to be discussed. It's something that needs to be talked about and something that I need to bring into my world and maybe feel figure out how I can feel a little bit more confident. In hearing and speaking and maybe even living out some of these practices so welcome Jess tell us a little bit about yourself
1: thank you so much for having me so um, as you said my name is Jess Perillo and I am a new paradigm guide which I'm sure many of your listeners are like what the heck is that but basically I help coach women on how to lead with intention and Learn to follow their intuition so that they can begin to integrate the two and really live an aligned and fulfilled life. So where we are headed is what I like to call the new paradigm. It's not my phrase, but a phrase that is becoming more mainstream. And so it's going to take a little bit of remembering who we actually are to begin to navigate how things are going to be as we evolve as humanity and as a collective consciousness.
0: So for anyone who heard all those words and they're like, whoa, this is also (laughs) very far outside of my comfort zone, how do you tie it back? How do you tie the gap from maybe where people are in the old paradigm or what we're used to hearing? To what it is that you're teaching, the conscientiousness of what it is that you are trying to provide for people. Where is that gap? How can we shift from where we've been? And what's the purpose? What's the ultimate reasoning behind the shift?
1: So, even though a lot of people may not be familiar with the verbiage or the language around the new paradigm and sort of where we are evolving as humanity, a lot of people, women especially, who I have come into contact with over the past couple of years, have been basically feeling a general sense of restlessness. They can't quite put their finger on it. They don't understand things that have been working for a very long time, relationships, where they live, their career occupation. They're all of a sudden not feeling fulfilled or they're realizing they haven't been feeling fulfilled for a very long time. And so this is sort of where Discontent comes in, and a little bit of feeling on shaky ground, a little bit of the unsettling feeling. And so that is really where I tie it back. That's usually the starting point, the recognition that why is this no longer okay? This job that I've had for nine years, all of a sudden, I like really don't like it and I don't understand why. You know, those kinds of feelings. It's just an underlying restlessness. And That's because a lot of the things that we have been doing, we're evolving past, and so it's our transition just as we are experiencing it individually, and we're also experiencing it as a human collective. We are just evolving, it's the next step of human evolution, and so a lot of it is going to feel uncomfortable. And so my role is to help women sort of navigate that in-between.
0: And I saw on your Instagram profile that you are a generator, which is human design, correct? Correct. Yes. Is that something that you feel is in alignment with what it is that you're teaching? Or is that just an additional, these human design, these different personality assessments? Are these things that are helpful when we are trying to get more intuitive about ourselves to know, or are they just kind of like an extra piece of the puzzle?
1: I think they're partly... uh Tool And I realized so much when I learned and really dove into my own human design, more so not on so much where I was headed, but why I was the way I was, why my personality was sort of a certain way and learning about your human design, just like any other self-discovery tool or modality is so freeing because you have another layer of understanding why you're actually the way that you are. It can also help you sort of shorten the learning curve, if you will, to where you are going. So it helps sort of narrow the focus because when you can understand your human design and understand why certain things may light you up, for example, things that you may get really excited about, you can start to pivot in that direction and start really being intentional about calling those those opportunities and those experiences or those relationships into your own personal
0: life. And it's just another one of those pieces that is becoming more of a, a shift in our society to become more in tune with those,
1: mm-hmm.
0: those different modalities that we can figure ourselves out. And it all comes back to that self-awareness. But I saw that you had a mastermind on signs and all of the things that you can ask for in life, this manifesting that is, I would argue to say, somewhat still new and a little bit of the the woo of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of have to be willing to look at something that isn't there. You have to be willing to look for something. So explain explain to us what it looks like to look at signs and look for signs and how if we're not someone who would typically do that, how can it work into your life? How can it be viewed in a way that's going to really benefit you?
1: So we are always being guided. We are always being shown the next right step. We are always being reminded of who we actually are. But the, but the problem is, and this is by design, is that we are so distracted that we don't see it. Everybody can see signs every day, all day long. And so what starts to happen when you become aware of all of the signs and synchronicities, which basically is a way of saying how the universe is always guiding you, your life starts to take on an entirely different perspective. You start to open your awareness to new opportunities, new possibilities. And so what I have found is you're absolutely right. This is still, even though it's becoming more mainstream, with buzzwords like abundance and manifestation it's still people aren't quite sure how to go about doing it so i created just a three-day free masterclass that really walks people through the basics it's what i actually did to start to really call in signs and synchronicities and become aware of them in my own life so we go over what signs and synchronicities are how to ask for them, and then most importantly, how to receive them. So it's really a great starter place for people that are really interested in learning more about these concepts and actually understanding the language of the universe.
0: Do you have an example of one of these stories from signs that were there for you that you all of a sudden noticed because you were willing to look for them? I have so many.
1: The first that that just jumps out at me that has been so life-changing is angel numbers. So I talk about angel numbers in the Free Signs and Synchronicities Masterclass, but angel numbers for your listeners, if they're not familiar with what they are, they're just a set or a pattern of repeating numbers. So it could be 111, it could be 444, it could be something, a number that's personal to you your birthday, or whatever number that actually draws out an emotion. And so for me, when I was starting to create and launch this new chapter in my life and creating a new business, I noticed that every time that I had a thought or an idea or something that I wanted to bring forward or a course I wanted to create or anything that surrounded what I felt like my mission was, I would look at the clock or I would look at something, a piece of paper. I would always see the numbers 923. So that may be irrelevant and insignificant to somebody else, but for me, that always related to this means I am on the most perfect path for my business. And once you start to, quote, unquote, follow the numbers, it almost leads a trail of to exactly what you're supposed to be doing, even if you have no idea what that is. If you If you told me a year ago that I would be doing this right now, wouldn't have made any sense. But as you begin to follow the signs, literally, your life starts starts to really become illuminated, and it can be incredibly mind blowing.
0: I was almost like choking up during that my aunt passed away from ALS three months before I had my son, and he ended up in the NICU just, you know, 24 hours after he was born. And he happened to be born on her birthday, two twenty two, of the yeah. year 2022. And so it was like, in that moment, it was like, I didn't, I wasn't looking for it, but this sign appeared. It was like, it's all gonna be okay. Like, Absolutely. it's just incredible. Right, yeah. because
1: what um, we forget is we are always in the most perfect place at the most perfect time, always. So when you start to navigate your life from that knowing, from knowing that every decision that I make is perfect, Regardless of imperfect is not good or bad. It's just perfect and perfectly timed. When you start to understand and you start to move through life, as I mentioned, your, your life begins, gets to be fun. It's supposed to be that way. And you live from a much freer space because you're not so much worried or concerned about all of the decision fatigue because you know you're exactly where you're supposed to be and you're receiving the guidance. That validates and affirms
0: that. Interesting. So how do you combat that fear that we feel? Or maybe how do we relate it to this faith that we some have, whether it's religious faith or otherwise? How does that tie in to overcoming that fear and to really diving into that faith that you know that you are in the perfect place at the perfect time?
1: So a lot of the fear comes from making decisions from a logical mind versus making decisions from how we actually feel. And so that disconnect can create a lot of anxious feelings. If you've ever made a decision where it went against your gut instinct and you know it wasn't quite right, but logically it made sense, if you've ever been in that situation, then there is a disconnect. But a lot of us, historically have not made decisions based on how we feel, because for one, it's not uh, encouraged so much because we live in a very conditioned society. That's, That's just how we have been brought up, is to think logically and follow the path and this is the way. And we were not really taught how to lean into our intuition and to develop that and to strengthen that connection. So the first thing that I always recommend when people are wanting to sort of learn how to navigate this and switch from a logical perspective to more a more feeling-based perspective is to start to become aware of where your distractions are throughout the day because the only way that you can really tap into your inner intuition, especially as a beginner, is clearing the noise and clearing the distractions so that you can really – listen and hear what your intuition is trying to tell you.
0: How do you bring that into relationships? How do you not feel selfish in a way by following your gut feeling? And maybe it wouldn't necessarily look like overlooking the person that you're with. Um, So how does that tie in with those relationships?
1: So I think that with every relationship is different, and the only way that we can really decide how to navigate certain relationships, again, is if we're really in tune with ourselves and what we actually need and what we can provide with relationships. So that could look very different for a lot of different people, but if it's like a boundary, Situation where you need to carve out time to be in quiet throughout your day And that means setting up boundaries around your schedule and in your relationships. That's one way but usually what happens is as people start to develop their intuition and as people start to take the time to really Clear the distractions and really get in tune with their themselves. It starts to overflow into other people it almost has an effect um either a subconscious effect or unconscious effect, other people start to react to how you are taking care of yourself, how you are making decisions. And it's really interesting to watch. Even people that are not at all aware or into any of the woo start to open their awareness and become a little expanded just by what you are personally Doing or integrating into your own life.
0: Do you feel resistance with everything that you're coaching and teaching? Do you feel resistance from people not only who are wanting to learn these things, who have dug into the woo and are wanting to do more of this, but also from the people who maybe don't believe in it?
1: I actually haven't come across too much resistance, to be honest, because I think. So much of these concepts are becoming more mainstream. But not only that, I think subconsciously a lot of us remember and a lot of us are looking to get answers on why we're feeling a certain way or why, uh, as I mentioned, why there is this general sense of restlessness. And people, I believe, are really desiring to live out their purpose. And live in fulfillment and they really there seems to be this general desire for more and that just means not more material things necessarily but just more really maximizing this life experience and so I have actually not come into too much resistance although at the beginning when I was and still do talk about spirit guides and all of the things I'm sure that there are some people that click unfollow and that's fine
0: and, that, and that's fine. Yeah. that's perfect for them. The reason I ask is I've been coming at this conversation kind of as a devil's advocate because mm-hmm. it's been within the last year that I've started to dig into the woo of, it all, woo of it all and hearing people like Lindsay Schwartz and Jessica Bergio talk about human design and all the different things. It's so eye-opening. And when you start to open yourself up to the possibilities of it, it can truly change your life. But I know there are so many people who would maybe be closed off and resistant to it. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to ask questions that I know are on people's mind about, I kind of want to learn about this, but I'm not really sure that it's for me. So mm-hmm. what's like the overall thing that you would tell someone who wants to dig more into their intuition and intention, but maybe just isn't quite there yet? They're not quite convinced yet.
1: If they're not quite there or they're not quite convinced, the easiest thing thing to do, in my opinion, is to just ask for a sign. So this is just a fun, it can be a game, it can be really intentional, but it's interesting because if you just close your eyes, and this is one of the things that I talk about in the free masterclass and walk people through, is if you close your eyes and you just ask for the first thing that pops into your head, I dare you not to see it. (laughs) And I say that laughing because Nine times out of ten, people will send me a DM or they'll email me that they can't believe, they can't believe that they saw their sign. Now, it may not come right away. It may be a couple of weeks later. I really try to not put timelines around the universe, right? Because the universe doesn't work on our timing. So, That's one way, but honestly, if you dive into it or you begin to dip your toe into some of these concepts and it doesn't resonate with you yet, then just set it aside for now and revisit it at a later time because not everything is, again, on our timing and the information will come to us when it's meant for us. And at that point, it will resonate in the most perfect way.
0: My mom passed away two months after my son was born and my aunt believes in signs she always has. And it's always been something I've been a little standoffish to, but within a week after my mom passed away, there has been a Cardinal that sits and pecks at her window and has for the last two years, it'll be two years in May. And my grandpa passed away just a couple of weeks ago. And the entire day after he passed, there was a hawk that sat on a chair on her deck outside of her window. It's like, at some point, you almost just can't even deny it anymore. It's like, why are you trying to fight it?
1: Exactly. And sometimes they come when we need them the most. And sometimes they're there when we don't need them as much. But the thing is, is that feeling of seeing a cardinal or seeing a hawk, if you can start to understand how that feeling can relate into your daily life, and how you can always feel that supported and guided and loved by the unseen, then imagine, again, how freeing your life would feel if you had that feeling of constantly being affirmed in everything that you're doing.
0: I'm really curious, what are the overall benefits that you typically see? You've been working with our friend Miranda for, I don't know how long, what are the benefits that you see of someone who is putting a lot of intention towards this intentionality of the new paradigm?
1: You, the biggest thing that I've noticed is the time collapse. So time in our understanding of it is increasing. This is a concept that, Is far out there (laughs) so it may be a conversation for a different day but basically the time as we know it is is increasing meaning that things that typically took let's say years to manifest are now coming in much faster so the biggest thing that I've noticed is when you begin to clear the distractions and really become intentional about listening and following your intuition making decisions from how you feel then you're able to get where you want to go faster and so that could be business goals relationship goals personal goals it could just be uh, a higher state of happiness it could be whatever your wherever you're walking towards whatever your wherever your path is leading that next version of you is going to come in faster by leaning and really living into your intuition
0: and into your purpose. And does, where does belief come into that? Do you have to believe first that you're going to get there and that that's when it comes faster or does the belief come later?
1: The belief comes when you start, in my opinion, it's the trust more so than the actual, because I can believe that this is true, but do I really trust it? I don't know you know that's kind of where some of the faith comes in and again regardless of your religious background however people practice faith it's really trusting the unknown and trusting the unseen and we're not as humans we're not comfortable with that we like to see things we like to see evidence we like to see proof that it works and and this is a way of moving before you see proof before you see evidence it's a it's a full trust that you are exactly where you are supposed to be without the evidence and so that's part of what just being consistent and really practicing leaning into it really comes into play and I'm still I still do this so I don't have it mastered I just it's something that I'm very intentional about and practice this every single day
0: I always say, you're not wrong. Whatever decision you make, mm-hmm. you made with the knowledge that you had in that moment, with the gut feeling that you had in that moment, and you're not wrong. Because consequences aren't just negative. Right. Consequences can be, be both positive and negative. And either way, from whatever it is that you chose, you're either going to learn from the experience and you're going to choose differently next time, or it's going to have been the right decision. And in which case, again, you're not wrong. Right. So Absolutely. it all comes back to that. That's self-awareness and your willingness to learn. Um, but this is a leadership podcast. So I want to ask you, how does this practice make you a better leader in your business, for your children, for yourself?
1: Well, again, the, it people around you in your inner circle or even those you come into contact with sporadically can't help but be affected by you if you are... Living with intention and following your intuition it just the energy just expands and so this is how as a uh, Facilitator of a mastermind and a business owner This is how I choose to show up and demonstrate That I can do all of these things by following my intuition. That's how I've done it and so it's really Reminding people that we are all, we all have this ability and we're all capable of tapping into our intuition. It's just that we've forgotten along the way and we haven't been encouraged to develop and explore that part of us, but we all have it. And so once you start to apply it and integrate it into your own life, then people just by nature start to develop and integrate it into their own lives because they want to know what you're doing. Like, how are you doing it? And it just so happens it's a domino effect.
0: So two last questions, but where does this come in with confidence? At what point do you start to build confidence? How does it help you to show up with confidence? Where is the connection there with
1: how you're feeling? So for confidence, what happens is I was not truly confident in the beginning because again, when I was, um, so to, to bring it back to the 923 example with my business, it took me a little while to make that connection. So in the time that it was to, taking me to say, come up with a thought or, or an idea for my business, see the 923 number, if I didn't act right away, then I would start to get in my head, like, I'm probably overthinking it. I don't know if I should do this. Okay, show me another nine two three. One's not enough. I need another one. <laughs> show me a bigger one. You know, and so that is a lack of confidence. But what happens is when you start to, for example, when I started to see the nine, two, three and I would take action. For example, if I felt like I needed to reach out to somebody and I got the ping to contact this person and I would look at the clock and it was 923, I would start to move instantly. I would not let my mind have the time to talk me out of it. And so the more now it has gotten to the point where if I feel something come in like a download or a ping or a nudge or guidance, I move right away because I've just conditioned myself that if I give myself too much time, I might talk myself out of it. And that's where the confidence comes into play because the more you can practice doing that, the more confident you get. The more signs you see the more affirmed you are and it's just a big loop and so your confidence just gains momentum in that way
0: you're practicing correct? practicing that craft following your own intuition that's right yeah, i love that so as we finish up here you said you had the book i said what book are you going to choose and it was almost instantaneous so i'm excited to see which one you chose
1: so the book that i chose is e squared by Pam Grout, I actually have it right here. And it is nine do-it-yourself energy experiments that prove your thoughts create your reality. It is very user friendly. I'm actually walking through it right now for the second time. It is fascinating. It's fascinating. So it's a really good beginner book for your listeners who just wanna sort of play around with this on their own time, but I absolutely
0: love it. Very cool. I've never even heard of it. So that's awesome. I'll have to add it to my list. Um, and where can we find more of you, Jess? Where can we follow you? Where can we hear more about what it is that you're doing?
1: So I am mostly on Instagram. That's usually where I hang out. So my Instagram handle is at Jessica.Lynn.Furillo. And in my link bio, I have links to all the things, to the free masterclass waitlist. So the science and synchronicities free masterclass that i talked about i run that every month and so it's three days it's self-study the waitlist is in in my link as well as any other offers that i have going on at the time it's always updated there
0: perfect well i'm definitely going to check that out and thank you so much i'm really glad that miranda connected us because i know i need to keep more of an open mind especially because I do keep seeing these things and I am working towards my intuition, but when you put it into practice and you come become more intentional about it, you really start to see the benefits. And like you said, that full circle where it just keeps building on itself. So I'm really appreciative of this conversation and um, I just want to thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. This is so much fun.
0: All right. And for all of those listening, I hope that you learned something today. I hope that you really take this and figure out what it is that you need to be more intentional about. Start there. Start small. But if it if it looks like purchasing the book that Jess recommended, if it looks like joining her masterclass, I really want you to dig into this feeling that you have right now of wanting to do more and be more. Um, don't wait. Don't let it get in your head. Just make a move. So thanks, Jess. Thank you so much for joining me as we grow together and learn to lead with confidence. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so appreciated if you would leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I would love to know which topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. So send me a message on Instagram at Desiree Petrick or send an email to leadwithconfidencepodcast at gmail.com. See you on the next episode of Lead with Confidence.